0: But I'm going to um, go to a sport which I don't think we have ever covered. Well, I can't remember ever covering it anyway uh, in my years, even though I must admit I am prone to watching it every now and again because if you watch, if you have the the channels at home, you might uh, get a chance to watch something like the NCAAs and uh, this particular sport in question. A sport that was invented by the Iroquois... Indians way, way back and in fact has become one of the fastest ball sports in the world. Maybe second to hurling and it is a sport that is gets enormous crowds at uh, the at college level. Um, it's a rather unusual sport but Ireland have a team in it and that team is going to the World Cup or going to the World Championships in September and a member of that team is living right here in Galway, plays with the university's, uh, university team which I didn't even know existed but they do. Uh, she's also involved with the softball team as well I can mention and uh, she's part of this team that's going to the World Championship and she's joining me right here in studio. Sarah Hans, how are you?
1: I'm doing so well, and thank you so much for having me today.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. Now, it's the sport. I haven't even mentioned the sport. It's lacrosse. Tell, tell me a little bit. Uh, first of all, how did you get involved in it? Is Was it something, because obviously your accent isn't Galwegian, so you must be from the States. Was it over there you learned how to play the game, or was it over here?
1: Uh, it was back in the States, so I am from the U.S., and I got into it because when my family moved from Minnesota to Virginia, um, ice hockey didn't exist, so I kind of needed a new sport. Um and my school was offering lacrosse, so I was like, you know what, we'll give it a try. And I just fell in love with the sport from like day one and have been playing it ever
0: since. It's a very fast sport, as I said, um, to try if Okay. Okay. I, I'm no expert, okay. I have an idea. You've got a stick. You've got kind of a net at the end of the stick. I'm making it as basic as possible. The, you catch the ball with this, and then you use it to fling it, and it's and that's pretty much how you play. But it's I know there's an awful lot more te- technical technical explanations to that. Can you tell us exactly a bit more about that sport?
1: Yeah, so it kind of depends on which discipline you're playing. So for the national team that I'm on, I'm in, I'm playing box lacrosse, um, or indoor slash arena lacrosse, as it's also called. Um, And we do have the cross or the stick, which has a net at the end that we catch and shoot the ball with. Um, We also wear a helmet, rib pads, chest pads, biceps pads, and gloves because our sport is full contact versus the normal, um, more historic games, which has been field across. Men's field would be wearing full pads as well and being full contact, whereas women's field is considered non-contact. We only have the stick And then some girls will wear goggles for a little face protection, but that is pretty much it. It's a very fast-paced game, as you said. Um, It's oftentimes considered up with hurling as one of the fastest games on the pitch. Um, And it's also one of the fastest growing games right now. There's a lot of excitement around it.
0: Why is it so popular in the States? Uh, I'm to a lesser degree in Canada, I think. Um, I know you watch the NCAA playoffs, which gets coverage on TV channels over here sometimes. You're looking at it out of more curiosity than anything else, because obviously we're used to hurling in this part mm-hmm. of the world. So we kind of you try and draw comparisons every time. Mm-hmm. Why is it so big? In, why is it so big in the states that it's got this kind of almost cult following? I mean, extreme cult following as, at that.
1: I think the one part of the reason it's so big in the states is that it's such an exciting game to watch, especially if you watch it in person. There is just an excitement and this air about it that it just it gets people involved, it gets people drawn in, and it's also one of those sports where like. You Anybody can pick this up. Once you kind of learn to pass and shoot the ball, anyone can play this game. Mm-hmm. It's not that you need super high technique, super high skills. Like you, Anybody can play the game once you learn to catch and shoot, which is a very easy skill to pick up if you have the chance to do it.
0: But that's the thing. I mean, people would learn this sport um, at a very young age, mm-hmm. no more than they would with hurling here or camogie. Uh, and is that why then they kind of choose that particular sport as compared to other sports because it's something they find they can specialize in so quickly?
1: They can yeah I think that's part of the reason um, <clears throat> because I think also when it comes to a lot of the sports in America it's one of the ones that offers I think the most opportunity to a lot of athletes you've got so many leagues you are now because you now have um, AU so the Athletes Unlimited League for the women um, which is now kind of a professional league that the women can play in you have uh, the PLL um, for the men, you have also the NLL for the National Lacrosse League. So for box players, like you have so many leagues that people can get involved in and have ways to grow and play, which you don't necessarily have for some of the other sports.
0: Yeah, it's amazing that uh, uh, some people might be familiar. I don't know if uh, anyone who listens might have a Rice My, but if they remember the American Pie series of movies. One of the players, one of the guys <laughs> in the movie, actually plays lacrosse. Yes, which is why a lot of people kind of got rather curious about it more than anything else. Um, but it is this kind of sport that just seems to grab people once they watch it it's it is it's it's an go way. you play in a national league, I presume there is a national lacrosse league in Ireland
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so we we play the women's game so we play in the IWL so the Irish women's lacrosse League. There is also um, a men's league as well. We just don't currently have a men's team, but we've had had one before. Um, How many
0: teams are involved?
1: So right now, I think we have around eight teams in the league, so we have teams multiple teams in Dublin. We have a team up in Belfast. Um, There are the new teams down in Cork, which they're actually looking to add a men's team. Um, And then obviously our team here in Galway as well.
0: And um, it's obviously competitive. And out of that, an Irish team gets selected to represent the country in in what's coming up in September. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: So the way we select for the national team is that we hold trials because our players come actually from all over the world. Um, uh, We actually really heavily benefit from the diaspora. Um, So we've had players from U.S., Canada, U.K., here, um, Australia, even India, like all over the world, we we draw from the player pool. And the way it works is is that um, we will hold these trial camps where you go and you compete and you try out, and from there you then get selected to come to the final trial camp, and then from there we select our national squad.
0: And where does Ireland rank uh, as regards the nations? At a world level, because sometimes it's it's that kind of level we need to we see as mm-hmm. in where we stand internationally. Where does Ireland rank in that?
1: Um, I believe for the last worlds we ranked around thirteen. Um, or 11th I can't quite remember sure but we are actually in the top half of countries in the world competing so like at the last Worlds there was 30 teams that competed and we ranked in the top half of those mm. teams
0: and are this, is it the amateur player that's involved for these world championships or like the United States do they get the pick of the top pros if you know what I mean uh, from their leagues and they represent their country like they do with the basketball and with the Dream Team and so on
1: yeah so for the US and Canada because they have the professional leagues a lot of their players will come from those professional pools that they have already set up um, so like I know for the U.S. team, all of their players are primarily um, from their training pools that are for like the U.S. women's co- um, field team, mm-hmm. um, whereas the men are drawing a lot from the NLL, so the National Lacrosse League, which is the, the professional league for them.
0: Which, which is quite tough going. I mean, you're you're a student, you're you're mm-hmm. studying medicine in the university, so uh, and Irish players are amateur, you know. Yes. So you're finding amateur players going up against the top professionals and holding their own, which is not a bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's actually quite a few. Like I especially for a box I think this term is going to be really, really special because this is one of the terms where we really have an opportunity to get in and really show what we can do because besides Canada... This is new for women in box. Not many people have played box before it, the leagues are very very new. so we really have a chance to get in and do something quite special especially for this world I think
0: and it's that it's speed and the, the game in box as compared to fields just yeah. the box being the indoor field being outdoor just mm-hmm. to remind people again that, that Ireland could really no more than our hockey team actually in the Kingfisher a couple of weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. you know winning the winning the euro hockey that you know Irish teams can really excel at this level
1: we We really can like the idea that we will potentially be in some of the final placing games, is, it's very much within reality. Like We have a really chance to do something quite mm-hmm. special, I think.
0: And this, has the squad itself been selected yet? and, and Is it finalized that the team be, or the squad will be going over to the world? I tell us a bit about the worlds themselves. Where are they going
1: to be? Um, so the worlds are going to be in Utica, New York. Um, so that's upstate New York right near Syracuse um, at the um, Nexus Centre um, at the University of Utica, um, which is where actually we played Lax Nye um, as the, one of our first trial teams. Um, back in September of last year, and th- that'll be happening at the the worlds will be happening at the end of September, um, September 20th to
0: 29th. And for how long? And do you know who you're up against? There is there a draw? Has a draw been made for the pool stages? Or
1: they what? have actually. We just got our pool place, so we're going to be placed into Pool B with Canada, Finland, Germany, and Australia, um, which is quite exciting because this is, this is Canada's national sport, so we're at, we're really going to be going against like. The top top players, yeah, which will be quite quite
0: fun. Yeah, so uh, is, is it is it? I have to ask this question because I mean I can't imagine funds being as high for a team to have. Do you have to organise? You have to fundraise yourselves. So would that be? Am I being maybe being unfair in saying that? But is it the case that you do have to fundraise for yourselves so that you can get over there?
1: You're absolutely correct. Um, actually, currently lacrosse at least over here, is very much pay-to-play. So everything comes on the players. We have to pay everything. So my player fees are 3000 and that is just for my tournament fees, um, my gear, and my hotels and things. That doesn't cover my flights to all these ter- the two tournaments I need to go to and anything else. That's all kind of I still have to pay for as well. So and, it's the 3000 is just for my tournaments.
0: How do you do that? How do you come up with that kind of money? Um, serious, because I mean that's a hell of a lot of money. I mean, if that was, if that was for sake of argument, if that was somebody playing rugby or Gaelic games or something like that and find that to play three thousand euros uh, to be part of a team for a year, that would mm-hmm. be absolute, there'd be uproar.
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest ways we could do this is by fundraising, or if we keep getting sponsors, um, which is something that we are just now kind of getting off the, the floor. So like we have a GoFundMe to raise. We're hoping to raise at least 15000 USD for the team on the GoFundMe, and then we're also now beginning to look for um, sponsors, both individual sponsors and corporate sponsors, to kind of help us offset the cost off the players. Because, again, 3000 is a lot to ask for individuals, and especially some of our girls are playing on multiple of the national teams, so that's even more money than they have to contribute, so...
0: And, there's, and a lot of them are students as well. So, I mean, mm-hmm. in fairness, you're, you're a student that, you know, money isn't, you know, unless you're extremely fortunate, money, yeah. money is something very hard to come by.
1: It is, yeah. So it, it can be tricky. And sometimes you have to be a bit creative and work a lot of like um, summer jobs or even part time jobs to kind of cover things at times. Um, Or if you are very fortunate and have like some financial backing from like family or friends, you know, but it it, it can be tricky. So that's why like fundraising is kind of our biggest thing right now, Um.
0: Yeah, I want to I talk about fundraising because yeah. let's give it a big blast, in fairness. Um, somebody might be listening and might, you know, take an interest and say, well, let's get behind this team. Uh, what about the, on a personal level, as somebody who grew up playing the game, mm-hmm. as compared to somebody maybe taking it up when they walk into into college? I mean, it, it's a little bit of a, a difference. Can you see that difference? Or when these guys come in to play, they already have a bit of a background or they're not raw going into the game?
1: Um. So I would say initially, like when I'm teaching girls to play the game, especially at the university, because we have a quite a lot of few, uh, new players, um, initially I can tell that they're quite new because, again, the throwing mechanic can be a bit tricky to get down. But usually a lot of the athletes we've gotten, once you, they've learned to throw and catch, very quickly the level of difference starts to drop. Like you can quickly blend with like the more experienced players. Um, so it's not quite as noticeable then. So like I've got... One girl who I know she's been playing for about two years now um, and before that she had never picked up a stick and it's hard to tell between her and some of the players who've been playing for like mm-hmm. over a decade.
0: And would some of these guys who would have made maybe played player for example, yes. would that give them a bit of an advantage because they have the they have the the very basics about hurl, you know hold, holding a hurley you know so mm-hmm. that would give them a little bit of an advantage when it comes to actually holding the the stick as well the cross.
1: It is, and actually we we often say that there's like quite a, a crossover between like Camogie and hurling and lacrosse, and we joke that like it's just basically Camogie and hurling with in the air with a The net. Um, And especially for um, camogie players, if you want to get into box, it's very, very similar. The contact is very much similar. But the nice thing is, you actually have more pads, so you don't feel a lot of those hits as much as you would necessarily playing camogie or
0: hurling. Mm. And the scoring now, just to explain about scoring, explain that. I mean, how do you score in lacrosse?
1: So, yeah, you score in lacrosse by shooting the ball into the goal past the goalie. Um, And currently, in all of our leagues, it's one point per goal. and that's it in some of the professional leagues depending on where you shoot in the sixes format you can get two pointers but that's only in the professional leagues over in the states Hmm. Um,
0: so so at the words it won't matter at the words it'll be just one point one goal being one one goal
1: per uh, one point per goal.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, then I want to just, it sounds really exciting actually. You know, and I can see in your face yeah. that you're absolutely <laughs> buzzing about it, there's no doubt. Um, on a personal level, how much of a privilege is it then to be part of uh, of an Irish team and um, that is going to represent the country in a world championship?
1: This is like s- such a dream come true that I think if you'd asked me a few years ago, I would have been like, absolutely not. Like, how could I? Like, but like the fact that I'm here and I'm going to go represent Ireland and play at literally the highest level that you can play in the sport is just the biggest honor. I'm so excited. I can't, oftentimes I'm speechless with how excited and happy I am to be able to go do this. Um... And again, like, it, it's a dream come
0: true. And what does what, your family think? I mean, it's, it's uh, what do they think about you know, their daughter, sister, friend heading over to Ireland, playing for Ireland? Shouldn't you not be playing with the States? You know, what's, the, what's their own thought about that?
1: Um, at first, I think they were just really shocked because they didn't really realize that this was like a reality for, that I could do. Um, and now that I've reached it, they're just so happy and excited. Like, my parents are literally already planning to like, take the time off to be able to go to the world tournament and support me. So a bunch of my friends are being, trying to get over in the States are going to go. Um, like, it's, there's a lot of excitement. And when it comes to like, playing for the US or here, um, my family does have Irish heritage. Like, it's long ways back. But so they're just excited that, you know, we get to kind of celebrate and represent our heritage so that with me playing for the team.
0: Yeah, and uh, are you the only one from Galway, from the University of Galway, that has been selected on the Irish team? Or what is the makeup of the squad itself from how many clubs?
1: So, um, I'm the only current student for the University of Galway selected. We actually have two alumni also selected from the University of Galway um, going, and we've had other alumni selected for other national teams as well. So, actually, Galway, even though we are a very small squad, we pump out quite a high percentage of players from our squad, even though. So, like, I think. When you talk about like other schools and other clubs, um, we are still one of the lowest percentages. But when you look at players per club, we have the highest percentage of players being selected from our like the club sizes.
0: So. Ireland going to the World Championships, mm-hmm. but uh, you need the support. I mean, you yeah. need to be able to help you out, so uh, give us a breakdown of, of the fundraising. I know we kind of touched on it a few minutes ago, but if you want to go into more detail, what about this GoFundMe page you mentioned about, and what else are you planning on doing between now and September?
1: Yeah, so the biggest one we have right now um, is the GoFundMe page, um, which currently has a goal set of $15,000. we have currently raised about $260, um, which is fantastic, because we haven't really done too much with that yet. Um, And so, like, the easiest way to do that is if you go to the GoFundMe page and you can donate, any little bit helps. We were just so appreciative. Anybody can give anything. Um, And another benefit of that GoFundMe page is that if you pay taxes at all in the states, we are a registered nonprofit in the United States. So you can then deduct for U.S. taxes on that. Okay. and then some of the other opportunities we're looking at is is that we have just created our, our sponsorship packages. So that ranges from um, individual sponsorships from like $500 to a th- couple thousand, um, which is mainly for like you know highlighting and supporting like individual players. Um, or we have some of the more uh, we have three specific like corporate sponsorship packages that range from like two thousand dollars up to over ten thousand, um, depending on what company would like to get their support and depending on which package you choose either the gold, green or white you will get a different benefit of like your team, mm-hmm. uh, your company name on like our websites, our social medias, on our gear, um, signed jerseys from all the players, a recorded message, shout out, everything. Um, and we're just kind of about to release that in the next coming days. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, when when do you when are you going to um, actually release this? When when can we actually see it on our screens?
1: Uh, I think we're looking to have it out in literally like I think by Tuesday. Oh, excellent! <laughs> so like it's coming. A couple more days. It'll be officially released, and that we will then officially be taking sponsors. Okay. Um, and and then some events we're doing. Um, I personally am going to. St- start planning with my team to maybe host some events here in Galway which will kind of be like a first because we've never really done that before so looking at things like either um, some like karaoke nights or um, pub quizzes or just like events where we can come out celebrate lacrosse get people coming out and having fun um, and
0: and put, and put their hands in their pockets
1: and best of all put their hands in the pocket for us yeah. yeah
0: I can use an example of Connor Clan quiz last year raised over three and a half grand you know for, yeah. for charity and, and that these are the kind of events that actually do get people coming out and you know they 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 donate without realizing they've donated if that makes sense
1: yeah exactly that's actually why um the university club we actually have a pub quiz coming up on March 5th over in Mossimos because again we're trying to raise funds as a club for the university to help again keep growing the player base for us. Um, and so that's why we're doing a pub quiz on in Moscow on March fifth. Um, just try to raise a little bit of money for the club.
0: All right, I'm going to get you to send me the poster as well. So I will, we, so we can uh, so we can keep, give give it a bit of a bit of a blast. Uh, finally, sir, I just want to mention, and uh, this is the uh, I, I suppose I've already asked this question, but finally. Um, the amount of work that has gone on in the, the team and in the, in the college as well, and the support you've got from the college has also been immense because without that support, you can't field on a, a weekly basis.
1: Oh, yeah, no. The fact that, like, you know, because, again, I am an individual player here. I'm kind of off by myself, so I've had to really lean on the university to really help me, especially with, like, my weightlifting and access to gyms and everything, which the university so far has been really, really great about doing that. Um, and so, like... I Without the support of the university, my club team here, my friends, and my family here, like I would not be able to do any of this.
0: Yeah, well, you're getting that opportunity, and mm-hmm. I, you cannot. I know you can't wait for it. It's really just it's it's really exciting. You can you can really sense it. Um, it Look, the very very best of luck with it. And uh, uh, we're actually we are podcasting this, by the way. So if people want to have a listen back, they can. And uh, just the GoFundMe page, actually mention that now if you can. Uh, give us the address. How they go about doing that. So that people, if they're listening now or they listen back, they'll know where to go.
1: Yeah. So if you want to go to the GoFundMe page, like right now, you can actually go to um, Ireland Women Lacrosse Instagram page and in the link tree, you will see a click to our press release about our national team roster for women's box lacrosse. And at the very bottom of the press release, you'll see where it says, please click here to donate.
0: Excellent. Well, Sarah, listen, it's been great having you in the studio and it's been great you're coming in and the very best of luck with it. Thank you so much indeed for joining me.
1: Thank you so much.